What if we could prepare our people for more opportunity? Well, that's what we're gonna talk about today. We're joined by Megan Jarvis, Vice President of Talent Development and Growth at Seismic. Megan spent some time developing the talent function of a company called Lesson Lee, who was then acquired by all the growth they experienced. And now she's doing the same thing with the 1500 person global company. She's teaching their people to expand their knowledge so that when the right opportunity presents itself, they know what they're interested in and they have the skills to tackle that opportunity. This is gonna be a good one. You ready? Let's go. Well, Megan, thanks for hopping on. We appreciate it. It's great to be here. Thank you for, for spending time with me today. Thank you, Megan. And I know Jason and I were so excited last time we spoke to you, kind of preparing for this on what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, it's an interesting perspective that you have that I think a lot of leaders could adapt, and that's why we're excited to have you on. Do us a favor, though, if you could, kick it off with how you got into HR, yeah. for one, uh, just kind of your experience, and then where, where you're at today. Yeah, we'd love to. Um, HR was not where I started in my career. Um, I actually uh, stepped out of school with a degree in communication, um, and I started my career in advertising. And um, a few years into that career in advertising, I started kind of having feelings that this is, I don't think this is what I want to do. Like I'm not, I, I'm performing and, and I'm getting all signs and signals that I'm performing, but I'm not excited. And if I look at my mm -hmm. manager's job or my manager's manager's job or the person next to me, I, I don't want any of those things as I continue in my career. Um, and so I took a step back and um, took some time for just some, some thinking um, and some evaluation and went through a process of just informational interviewing and spending time with people who did things that I found were, were really interesting. HR was something that just continued to pop when I was in those conversations. Um, and so I went for it. Um, and um, more story to kind of how I went for it, but um, made a transition into an entry-level role um, in HR. Um, Moved from that entry-level role into a role with a benefits focus, um, then spent some time in employee relations, then decided it was time to move to a different company to expand my experiences, understand a different industry, um, kind of challenge myself with some more responsibilities, um, and was with that that company um, until it was acquired, which is always an interesting experience um, as mm -hmm. an individual in HR is to go through um, an acquisition and the, the components of integration. Um, following that, um, I felt like I was kind of at a point in my time where it was like time to, to kind of take a leap or stay in a comfortable space. Um, and I took a leap into a, a local software company called Lessonly, where I joined the company when it was about 50 employees um, to build out the talent function and be a partner to the leadership team at Lessonly to really put in place the systems and the processes um, around talent for a scaling company to help that company grow. Um, Lessonly exited um, in August of 2021, was acquired by a company called Seismic. Um, and that's been a really interesting journey to bring me to where I am today. 
I am in a new role at Seismic. Um, I am in a learning and development specific role, which has never been a pure area of, of focus for me. Um, mm -hmm. Part of what I did in prior jobs, but never absolutely focused on L&D. But I'm proud today to be a part of the Seismic team, focused on L&D, building out um, the uh, L&D function for Seismic, which is about a 1,500 person global company. Um, building out programs and onboarding and, and manager development as part of my experience there today. Awesome. Well, we're, we're glad you found your way to HR because you're <laughs> obviously doing some great things. And I can relate. I started in the golf industry. I like to play golf, but at the end of the day, I had to find out what I was really passionate about yeah. and you know, what gets you out of bed in the morning. That's right. That's absolutely right. So now right. I talk about health insurance. <laughs> well, what I love as a person that I wish I could like bottle up and, and, and hand out is the signals that you start to capture around yourself that are signs that I shouldn't, I, I need to rethink what I'm doing. Like yeah. I shouldn't stay in this and I shouldn't be afraid to kind of think through this and kind of test the waters a bit to see if there's something different I should do. Like that's an A-OK -okay thing to do. Sure. Yeah. And I'm sure we could do a lot of different episodes with some of the topics that we're throwing around. <laughs> I'm uh, just thinking the same maybe we will. Maybe we will. Go so far with that. <laughs> <laughs> but Megan, I want to spend our time on what really stuck out last time we, we spoke. Uh, I wrote it down, growing out versus growing up. And I want you to explain what that means to you. But, you know, a lot of us have aspirations to move up in our companies. Yeah but you kind of have a different thought process. Obviously, no problem. If you want to work towards that next step, great. But also, let's expand our knowledge. So can you kind of touch on that and then we can dive in, dive into it deeper? Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that my, um, my mindset there um, kind of took off when I transitioned into HR. I am incredibly thankful that uh, there's an individual who... I connected with through those informational interviews and conversations, um, who was a CHRO of a company, uh, headquartered in Indianapolis. And he said, I don't have an entry level position that you're qualified for right now that you're ready for. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I can offer you is the executive assistant role, uh, to me and to the team. And you can step into that role. And our handshake agreement is that I will help you participate in as many projects as you can handle um, to just start to learn in different areas of talent to give you the opportunity to kind of try this on, do some work in different areas of talent and, and start to figure out what's most interesting to you. And if you want to continue in this, this, this career of HR, what direction you think you might to want to continue in, because there are lots of choices. And so I really had to, you know, that was a big moment for me. I, I, I was building a career up when I was in advertising and to take this and take a role that was not a step up for me, um, and have to prove myself, um, and put myself out there to work on things I hadn't worked on, I think was just a really good exercise and kind of muscle building moment for me to kind of go out yeah. and be vulnerable. Um, and I think I've been able to carry that forward into other roles with always a, a mindset of there are times I'm doing things and I can kind of scratch my head and I'm like, 
why, why am I doing this right now? Um, like this feels a little bit outside of what maybe I had intended to be doing or what I had set out to do in my kind of roadmap for the year, but there's skill in here that I know is going to be important skill for me to build. That's going to greet me down the road that I'm going to do something with it. That's going to be helpful to that purpose that I have in my kind of more, my, my, my more lane of growth. Um, you know, talking about where I am today, um, it's been another one of those restart moments because I was leading talent at Lesson Lee. Um, I was a part of the executive team at Lesson Lee with the team acquired. There's an individual who was leading talent at Seismic. So that was not an opportunity for me. And I don't, it wasn't mm-hmm. an opportunity I wanted at that time. I was mm-hmm. in a kind of, once again, that cycle of where am I going? What am I doing? What is interesting to me? She presented the opportunity to, um, uh, build out learning and development for the company. It was not a function that existed, um, at that time for the company. And I had to once again, kind of buckle in and be like, okay, I've got experiences that, that I know I can bring to this, but I haven't done this before. I feel a little bit like I'm starting over and I've got to be vulnerable and I've got to be willing to say, I don't know. And I've got to put myself out there and I've got to learn new skills and I've got to try things that I know I'm going to fail at, but I got to go try them. Cause if I don't fail, like I don't start to figure things out. Um, and it's been, um, it's been exciting. Like it's been, it's been really rewarding to, I think, prove to myself, like I can still do it. Um, and that it's, it's exciting work. It's impactful work, um, at the company too. That's an awesome story. I love hearing that because it, it opens up new doors for people. And what I, what I mean by that, Megan, is that I think like Thomas mentioned, the, the traditional way is kind of, everyone wants to grow up, right? Let's just mm-hmm. elevate grow up. But this learning new skills to expand your levels to grow up, I think that's a different way of thinking. And I love that. Can you kind of talk to our listeners about the challenges they may face when that is presented? Like somebody employees expecting one thing, but if a leader or a team is saying, hey, we want this to look like this this way first so you can grow up. What are those challenges in conversations and hurdles look like between the leaders and employees as far as how what that looks like? That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, as a leader working with someone to think about horizontal growth instead of just, you know, upward mobility, Mm -hmm. uh, you're working against a pretty big mindset that growth happens up versus growth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so I think it's, it's acknowledging that that's out there. Um, and, and that's part of it. I'm not saying I don't believe that. And I'm not saying that that shouldn't be celebrated as growth. I think one of the ways that I like to think about it, and we've, we've likened it to this when we've had some conversations and, and kind of moments with employees, um, uh, when you graduate, Mm -hmm. graduation is a milestone in growth. It is a moment of celebration and recognition of growth. I think about growing kind of up. And I think about promotion, same thing. Promotion is that moment for celebration and recognition It is a milestone in growth. My job as a leader is to get you prepared for when you are ready, the business is ready for you to have that moment up, that celebratory milestone moment. And as a business continues to evolve, as the world continues to evolve around us, the skill sets that we need to be ready for those celebratory milestone upward moments are often changing. 
So I'm not being responsible to you as a member of my team. If I'm not constantly thinking about how you're growing this like out in addition to up, so that I've always got you prepared to take that next upward opportunity. Um, so it's, I, that's often a way I'll go about it is it's not that I'm not recognizing the up, but I can't always predict what the up is going to be. So I want you to go out so that you're a well-rounded person and I can help you up when the time for up is in front of us. And see, that, that makes more sense to me the more you talk about that and more I think about it because I've had so many people in my circle in life get promotions and things happened that they were not prepared for when they got that promotion. Yeah. They were like, whoa, I did not expect to take on this. But when I think about the route, that the way you guys are building it there, it prepares them for whatever's going to happen ne- at that next level. Right. And it kind of almost cuts out that that unknown or that unpreparedness, right, for that next level. That's what I think about when I hear that. Right. Is that on the Yeah, I love that. Yeah, you know, and, and we'll never, you'll never have somebody completely prepared. But I mean, that's part of the journey is you yeah. take a new role and you've got new challenges. Um, I think you know, another way you can think about it when you're having that conversation with someone, you know, leader and, and team member is our business, you know, the, the business that you're in has a responsibility to continue to evolve. And that, that business is going to build a new product and they need someone in the role to help build that new product that is using technology that the company hasn't used before. My goal is that we can bring someone along who's already kind of in role at the company versus hiring externally. Um, So, you know, as a leader, how am I looking out in front of me to kind of see what skill sets I think might be important for us down the road that I'm getting you ready for so that when that moment comes, I'm not looking externally. I'm like, I'm tapping you and I'm saying, I think, I think we're, let's do this. Um, And then I look externally for your backfill. Um, because we've got you in a great place, ready, ready to go. And imagine what that does for the culture, right? When your people see that, Hey, Mm -hmm. we're promoting the ones within who are getting all these skills. Mm -hmm. So that to me, that would motivate me to want to learn more, knowing that there's a chance that you could pull my number within rather than, like you said, looking outside. Yeah. So that builds a great culture, I think as well, too. Yeah. You know what, if someone is, is also, if they are loving where they are at a company, um, back to that evolution of business and what your business does and how the world is evolving. I also don't want to see what you do. Um, if it becomes something that, that, that doesn't need to be done as much, I want to, you know, I want to, I want you to continue to be part of the team. So it's continuing to keep a skill set that's sharp and is ready for the next opportunity so that you, um, as business evolves, your role isn't in a position where, um, it's, it's not once as impactful as it it's, you continue to be in an impactful role versus being in a role that's less impactful because of how business has evolved. Yeah. That's great. And I'm glad you related it to your people and what you're doing for them. Uh, Cause I do, I do want our listeners to understand that they can learn out too. You know, if you're in HR, learn the talent acquisition, learn, yeah how benefit strategy is put in place, learn, learning development, uh, but then help your people do the same. So I'm curious, I know you're putting this program together and getting lots of experience and skills out to your people. How do you do that? Cause I know that's going to be a question that's on everyone's mind is yeah. this sounds great. What do I do? <laughs> um, you know, we are, we're early um, in, in how we're thinking about it. And I think, 
we also are in a position that a lot of companies are in as they're thinking about their their team and helping their team build skill sets is seismic is um, we're a global team um, and we've got a, a pretty significant part of our population that's hybrid. So as we're thinking about experiences to build skills, part of it is designing learning experiences that to take into account kind of where people are and how they learn. And then I think also being mindful of we're also all doing big jobs every day. So where do you find time for that skill development alongside what you Mm -hmm. are um, responsible for every day? Um, one of the things that we've recently launched that I think is a good, I'll talk about two things that we're doing. Um, we launched our mentorship program for, um, seismic, um, about six months ago. And I think that that is a really great way to, kind of those, those, those micro moments of finding the thing that's interesting to you and learning more about it and hearing from that person, what are small ways I can start to step into this and learn more about it? You don't necessarily have to go peel off the big certification to go begin skill development. I think, you know, remembering to start small. And I think as you're, you're helping people find out where they may want to explore giving them the opportunities on how they can kind of test and start small. And I think something like a a mentorship program is a place where you can, you can do that and it can be self-led. I could be, you know, myself thinking about my growth and development and thinking, I want to learn more about this. I'm going to go find the mentor through the mentorship program at our company who can share with me more, a little bit more about that. It can also happen in a directed way from your manager or leadership. Let's say it's back to kind of how we were talking earlier. If I'm that leader saying, hey, I think you need to develop in this thing. And you're like, gosh, I don't know anything about that. I don't know how to get started. I think a mentorship program is, is a great way you can help them get started. Like, Hey, use that program, find the person who's first in that skill, have a conversation with them on how they got started in that, um, versus kind of a bigger, scarier thing. Like we'll go explore a, you know, six month long certification to take on that skill. That might not be the best way to get started. Um, the other thing that we're, we've just implemented, um, a platform for learning, um, in the spirit of micro learning. And it is, um, learning moments for employees, activities, or engaging with content, five minutes, 10 minutes. That's all that's, that is, that is as long as some of those things are, um, because we are being respectful of the feedback our employees have given us, which is we want to do this, but we've only got so much capacity for this and in, in, in kind of how we're working throughout our week. So that's our answer. I think probably the bigger answer for someone to take into account if they're sitting in a seat similar to mine and thinking, how do I start to create opportunity for skill development? Every organization yeah. is different. I didn't make that decision for micro learning in the Megan Jarvis vacuum. I We did you know, conversations and, and surveys and different things with our employees to hear from them, how they learn. And then we backed into what's our platform, what's our decision that we bring to them that fits with what they're telling us. And so I I would encourage someone to get, make sure they've got that understanding from the organization on how they approach learning before starting to put solutions in place.
thank yeah, you. I, love and I was going to ask you for like one tip on what to do first yeah. and you you answered it. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love the baby oh. steps for me. Cause I, I think again, it goes back to um, individuals sometimes, you know, they can be overwhelmed. Like you said, they may think that their day-to-day job is important as well, but they want to move up. But like you said, a six month long certificate may be just too big of a bite to take on right now. So just yep. those little baby steps, mentorships, I think that's the way to get people to you know be excited about taking that next step rather than feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. And confidence that it's the right next step. You kind of mm-hmm. test the waters yeah. with some folks and like, Yes, this this feels this feels good. How did you do it? How did you do it? How did you do it? Hmm, a common thread between those three conversations seems to be that this is a solid way to kind of start to peel off how to grow in this area. This is great, Megan. We appreciate it. Yeah. You know, every every time we do this every week, we always we just hope that someone listening in can take one thing or two things back to their organization, and you've helped us do that. So, thank you so much. We might have to ask you to come back for sure. <laughs> anytime. Anytime at all. I appreciated the opportunity to, to just spend some time with you today and share. It's great. Thanks, Megan. We can't thank Megan enough for that. Holy cow. That was incredible. And as I always do, my favorite part was Megan's take on expanding knowledge outward. So as things change, our people are always ready for that next movement up. Think about that as you put together your learning and development programs and you get your people ready for that next step. Have them experience different areas. We'll see you next week.